0: and today my guest is Dr. Dirk Hofmeister Professor Hofmeister is a pharmaceutical microbiologist at the Hans Noll Institute in Germany. His background is in both botany and mycology, the study of fungi, and his lab studies various aspects of fungal biochemistry and molecular biology, including the biochemistry and molecular genetics of psilocybin production in magic mushrooms. We spoke about various topics in mycology, mostly related to psilocybin mushrooms. This included how psilocybin is synthesized from the amino acid tryptophan, the ecological reasons, for why some mushrooms produce psilocybin, why magic mushrooms turn a vibrant blue color when they are physically damaged, the production of monoamine oxidase inhibitors or MAOIs by certain species of magic mushrooms, and the ecology of psilocybin mushrooms. We also touched on some of the other areas of mycology that his lab studies. So if you're interested in mushrooms in general and magic mushrooms in particular and psilocybin and how it's produced and sort of of all of the inner molecular workings surrounding how that happens, this will be a great episode for you, Dr. Hoffmeister is one of the world's experts on the biochemistry of this stuff. So I learned a lot of really cool things from him. As always, if you enjoy the content I'm producing on the Mind & Matter podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. You can sign up for my free weekly newsletter at mindandmatter.substack.com. On that newsletter, I'll send out every week. You will see who the upcoming guests and topics of discussion will be. You'll see some of the research that I'm reading related to the topics I cover on the show and what I think about that. And I also post interesting links to other things that I'm reading or other content I'm producing elsewhere on other channels. You can also support the podcast by looking at the links in the episode description or in that newsletter. You'll find some links with discount codes to some products that I like and that I use. And by using those products through that link, you'll directly support the podcast to help me keep it going and keep it growing. This episode is supported in part by The Amino Company. They specialize in making science-backed amino acid products that you can mix into any drink. Their products contain a mixture of essential amino acids, the building blocks of proteins in the body, as well as other nutrients including minerals like iron and electrolytes like potassium. Your body is constantly repairing damage and your muscles and tissues need the right mix of amino acids and nutrients to do this effectively. One thing I like about Amino Co. is they actually conduct clinical trials to determine what their products really do. They have a variety of formulations and Engineered for different purposes, and my personal favorite is one called Heal, which has been shown to be three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than other protein sources. It helps maintain healthy inflammation levels and preserve muscle mass during periods of inactivity. I mix this product into the water bottle I bring to the gym and consume it before, during, and after my workouts, and I have felt a noticeable difference in my performance during those workouts and my recovery times from soreness and fatigue afterwards. Their products are keto-friendly, soy-free, vegetarian or vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO, so they are competitive compatible with almost any diet or lifestyle. You can support the podcast and try Heal or any of their other products by using the discount code MIND when you visit aminoco.com/mind. You will get 30% off your purchase. If you work out regularly or do intensive exercise, I recommend trying Aminoco's products. I get a lot of companies reaching out to me about advertising and I only end up using and liking a small percentage of the products that I see. So check out aminoco.com/mind and use the code MIND to try these products today for 30% off. Today's show is brought to you in part by Dosist, an all-natural canvas company specializing in dose-controlled canvas products made with plant-based ingredients. To learn more about Dosist, their products, and where they are available, please visit their website through the link in the episode description. And with that, here's my conversation with Dr. Dirk Hofmeister.
1: which is, um, pretty much in, in the center of Germany. Um, not that, um, it's not, not that much of a, um, you know, it's too small for a, for a big city and it's too big for a small town, uh, 100,000 inhabitants, college town, a quarter of them uh, being students and fun, fun city.
0: Yeah. And uh, you're from Germany originally?
1: Yes, I, I am.
0: Excellent. Um, and can you just kind of give everyone a little bit of a background in terms of what your scientific training is and what you study very, very generally?
1: Oh, absolutely. Sure. Um, so I'm, um, currently I'm a, a professor of um, pharmaceutical microbiology. Um, and by training I'm botanist and mycologist. This more, these were my, my majors and, um, so basically I, back then, so 25 years ago, or a lot longer, even 30 years ago, um, I, I didn't really, um, you know, think about the things and the subjects I'm think, thinking about today. Uh, so botany and mycology, this was my, my training. And I then went on for a PhD degree in... Um, in um basically in in bacteriology on an antibiotics related topic which took me a little bit away from you know from from my from my fungi and from my mushrooms um which i was interested in before and then later on i after i finished my phd degree um but i i should say um all the all the time now, from you know, from being an undergrad, throughout my, my PhD time as a PhD student, I was interested in um, in small molecules, in in all these these wonderful molecules that that nature came up with, as antibiotics, as um, something that tastes spicy or or hot or sweet or uh all the all the, the various herbs. i mean just, just look around in, in in your kitchen um you know just, just think about your kitchen what what's what, what's there what's 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 tasteful um and 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 so nature basically has has evolved so many and so wonderful molecules and and this this interest was kind of you know um uh, has been constant all over the years and so when, when i was done with my phd degree I went to the United States for uh, for my postdoc training in, uh, to to the Midwest, Madison, Wisconsin, and there I kind of got reintroduced to fungi. So it basically was kind of a of a of a circle I I, I made, and uh, which then you know took me back to the to the fungi and their small molecules, their natural products. Um, and so th- this was about the time when I um, had to think about my own independent research program. Mm-hmm. I had to, basically, I, I was kind of decided to, to, to follow an academic career. And, um, and and so I had to, to, to think about what, um, what kind of niche, what kind of research I, w- I would like to do. Um, as, as my own independent program and notice that mushrooms are little understood in terms of how they make um, these natural products this is the, the correct term the, the, the technical term natural products small molecules often bioactive and when you think about mushrooms and what what, what are the you know most prominent and most well-known molecules you think about toxins Mm. and so i I thought about oh um i should i should do research on the on 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 the death cap you know this 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 incredibly toxic mushroom that that appears in in the fall uh and um that 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 could even kill you and so this was one one thought i had the other thought this was back in, in Two thousand and three, four ish, and this was one choice. And, and the other obvious thing, and I, I believe this was the reason why why you introduced me to to uh, to your episode today. Uh, the, the other um, the other obvious choice was the were the magic mushrooms, and from today's perspective, I I, I was fortunate to you know to, to choose neither one nor the other because the, the 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 techniques and the methods were not as advanced as they are today and I would have miserably failed but anyway that the, the idea was was you know in in my mind and so i went on with with, with other molecules um went, went back to germany uh, accepted the junior Group leader position, then moved back to the United States, again to the Midwest, uh, even further north to to Minnesota,
2: hmm.
1: um, uh, and um, accepted a faculty position there, a, a tenure track position there, and then relocated as well to my uh, current place um, to you know to expand on, on on that topic and and say with with more resources available and with the, with the methods, um,
0: um,
1: being more advanced than they, they used to be 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So um, with, what, uh,
0: what initially drew you to mycology? Um, mycology's- it's not, uh, I mean, it's become sort of famous, uh, recently with the whole psilocybin mushroom thing, mm-hmm. but it's never, uh, you don't typically, it's, it's not considered a, a big or sexy field. So how did you get into mushrooms and mycology to begin with? Was this a lifelong interest? Um,
1: well, well, I mean, I mean, this is kind of an individual perspective, whether it's a, it's a sexy, um, <laughs> topic, topic or not, <laughs> I guess. Um, yes, yes, definitely. It, um, it. it that th- this is a tough one. Um, what drew me to my ecology I think this is a combination of two um, of two aspects. First of all, it has to do with with a lifelong interest. so I, as, as a kid I, I grew up in a in a rural area, a rural place in the in the far southwest of Germany. And, and nature was readily available. You know, I, I just left my, my parents' home, and I was in the, in the forest. Mm. Um, hit the forest, and and you know, found the mushroom. As a, as a as a kid, and I knew the most important ones as a as a kid. And the the, the chanterelles and the boletes, and so. Uh, so the, the, this this was um, I think this this was one aspect that caught my interest very. Early on. And the second um, the, the second thing was um, one of my academic teachers, the most influential ones, probably of, of my academic teacher, who now passed away a few years ago, um, who was such a brilliant, such a talented teacher and researcher. And this k- kind of, you know, um, so I, I just got hooked again. After you know 15 years as an undergrad, and so I, I I took all the classes, all the all the courses, and this is kind of you know laid the foundation of of um, of my interest. Although his his research back then was was completely differently oriented, it was was more about evolution and systematics and and taxonomy, and w- w- whereas my research is more into into you know molecular biology, chemistry, biochemistry. Um, so, so the, the the direction is a different one, but the, the basis is the same. It's it's about mushrooms.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from from a taxonomic perspective, so you said mm-hmm. you start you, you majored and you studied early on botany and mycology. Mm-hmm. Um, where do fungi sit relative to plants and animals in the in the tree of life?
1: Much closer to animals. Mm. M- much much. I mean, traditionally, the 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 um, animal biologists had more. Uh, you know. Uh, to, to think about more animals than the botanists about plants so the kind of the they, they they kind of you know um you know took took mycology to to plants it uh, so the, the 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 tree of life so if, if you have so, so that the plants are branching here so, so all, all evolutionary biologists who, who are listening now, uh, please forgive me if, if I you know, simplify the tree of life with just my, my 10 fingers. Um, so p- plants are here basically, and, and that branch that direction. Um, then later off r- branches off here in, into very sim- in, in very simple terms now in, into fungi and and, and, um, and animals.
0: I see, yeah, so superficially a lot of people. Think a fungi is closer to plants because you know they kind of grow out of the dirt like plants and they like Mm -hmm. vaguely look like plants but they're actually more closely related to us
1: they they, they cannot cannot walk away um (laughs) uh, like like animals or most most of them um uh, but but there's uh, but we should keep in mind that that the the relationship between plants and fungi is a very, very close one. It's, it's a, a co-evolution, um, has, has been a co-evolution, um, over 500 plus millions of years, probably, uh, even, even before, before the, the, uh, basically the plants, you know, um, went, to, uh, basically went out of the sea and, and, and conquered the, the, the land. Um, and so what, what, what we see today is, or what, what, what it resulted in is that that, that plants and, and, and fungi have very close relationships, be, uh, be it a, a symbiotic one, so that, that each partner or multiple partners benefit from each other, or um, plant uh, or, or fungi use plants as a, um, as a host for uh, parasitic fungi use plants as, as, as their host and which is kind of a you know a, a one-way street now the, the, the benefit and so um, the, the, the notion of plants and fungi being very close to each other is is um, kind of kind of justified not from an evolutionary perspective, but from, from you know, just going outside and, and yeah. what's, what's going I on see. in life.
0: Yeah. So when you look at the genetics and, and the literal familial relationship, fungi are closer to animals and plants. Nonetheless, they are closely intermingled with plants in terms of their actual like ecological interactions.
1: Uh, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And, and they, they, they couldn't survive um, w- without the other one. I mean, we were talking about fungi now or m- mushrooms um and many many mushrooms are you know uh, live in in a close symbiosis with with look look at all the you know the the on on a global scale that the northern hemisphere is dominated by forests i mean so so don't don't think about deforestation don't think about you know humans that that destroy habitats but just leave the, the planet um as as it would have developed mhm Without, without human influence, without human impact. And then the, the northern hemisphere um, in, in, in temperate areas in, let's say that, that's, that's North America, United States, also in boreal um, forests, Canada and you know further north, or Scandinavia, further north in, in, in Europe. Uh, these are dominated by trees that depend on mushrooms, as a partner in the in the soil in the ground, they have a very close, um, you know, interaction, physical interaction between plant roots and the, the f- fungal hyphae that the filamentous, you know, cells and and um, of of of, um, of, of the mushrooms uh, for for exchange of nutrition, and um, and and so the, the one couldn't live out um, without the other one, without the other partner, and this is why why we. And, and so, so, uh, so as we walk through a, a forest in, in, in fall, you know, and then see all the, the, the various mushrooms that, 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 uh, that uh, you know, um, pop up and, 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 grow out of the, of the soil, uh, we, we obviously think about this is this, they, they must have, have something to do with each other. I mean, not from a, from an ecological stand but from, from an evolutionary standpoint,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as we know now, or, or,
0: many years ago now. Yeah. And um, like, I think when people think about mushrooms, they're thinking of the fruiting body, the thing that actually comes out of the ground from time mm-hmm. to time. Yes. But what you're alluding to is there's this vast network underneath the ground
1: in, in the, in the ground.
0: Exa- exactly. Yeah. Can you talk the, a little bit about like what that is? What, what is the life cycle of a mushroom and, and, you know, when it's underground, what is that called? And and what is that sort of form of the mushroom? And then why does, why do these things periodically make these very, very big fruiting bodies that pop up from time to time
1: so that the, the fruiting bodies like like this one here um this is just for for reproduction so the um this, this is what what we see that that, that, that that's right nick so this, this is what what we see as a as a you know how we how we perceive um mushrooms but this, this is just a, a, a temporary thing an ephemeral thing the, these are um formed for, for reproduction for sexual reproduction so the 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 the, the, the spores the you know the, that 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 are ready to grow out and, and you know make the next generation uh, they, they they would be formed here here at at the cap and the the, the, the so the, this happens once in, in you know in fall so that are the, the the fruiting bodies they, they appear quick and are there for a couple of days and you know in the soil in the ground there's kind of a web-like structure of of long filamentous uh, hyphae um really like like like, like filaments very long and and they are very thin so much thinner than a a, a tree root Mm. so in other words they can they can access little you know, niches and pores in the soil um, that a, 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 a plant couldn't grow into, and so they they, they can um, they, they can take up nutrients and supply the tree with nutrients, and and th- th- this kind of, of relation uh, and this 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 these um, these hyphae and the the the, the entirety of, of of hyphae would be called mycelium from from. Like My, mycelium, uh, mushroom, or fungus, and so th- this mycelium stays there, um, you know, year round, and, and supplies the tree with um, with 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 elements, with nutrients, phosphorus, nitrogen, protects the. So the basically, it really if, if this is a plant root here, and then the 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 the, 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 the mushroom hyphae, the, these, these underground cells. They, they would you know wrap around wrap themselves around the, the root and also offer some some protection and drought resistance. So this is, this is the benefit that the, the, the tree has. The tree in return can make um, sugars, nutrients mm-hmm. but by just taking in CO2, fixate CO2 and 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 reduce it in, into, into sugars. This is what what we live from, you know, um so i will i will have dinner soon you maybe you, you will have breakfast maybe <laughs> uh assuming you you will eat you know cornflakes or or, yeah. um, well, oat my mushroom, flakes or
0: my mushroom coffee is all i've had so far
1: oh, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and um and and so the, the the benefit the mushroom has is that it, it can it, it has access to to, to, to
0: nutrients, to, 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 to sugars, to carbon, to, to carb, ca- carbon source. So, so is it, is, so is it fair to say that basically, so these mycelial networks are providing the plants with micronutrients, like certain elements, mm-hmm. also physical protection. And, and mm-hmm. I, I think we'll, maybe we'll talk about antibiotics and things like this. And yeah. the plant is giving the fungus primarily macronutrients like sugars.
1: Yes. Yeah, but that's, that's correct.
0: Okay, so and, this, this, this
1: this, big... and this is the case for, for a symbiotic relationship. So, so, so both partners, in some cases that there are multiple partners involved, but keep it simple. Um, both partners are um, they, they, they benefit from each other. And in case of, of, a, of a parasitic um, of a parasitic mushroom, there are many out there, uh, they attack um, a, a tree, maybe um you know a, a limb broke off or um a, a, a thunderstorm hit hit the hit, hit the tree and so there, there there's kind of an injury and then that the, the 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 mushroom can enter the 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 the, the tissue the, the the tree tissue and can now degrade um living matter living tissue in in the in the tree and th- this this is a, a process you know Whoever is, is, is stronger and um, that, that, that can go on over, over decades um, and eventually the, the, the mushroom will win, I, I would say, um, and the, the, the tree will die and um w- w- and, and then serve the, and this 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 dead wood will then serve as substrate also as a macronutrient for new life think mm. think about think think about um how um th- th- think about a, a forest maybe somewhere in in you know east coast or or canada or or, or minnesota a, a forest without any um, human influence it d- just develops over centuries over millennia and during that time many 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 generations of trees um, will will die they will fall off or maybe a, a, a storm hits hits a forest and then the, the, they, they just tip over but still after after the, the Decades and centuries and millennia, um, the, the 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 dead wood, the dead trees, they, they will not, you know, um, reach the sky, but they, they will have been degraded in the meantime. Why? Because C- degrading fungi, not the symbiotic ones, but the de- degrading ones, um, did their job. And it, it takes about maybe 100 years for, for um, you know, a, a whole set of, of, of mushrooms to degrade uh, a tree, a, a big, you know, substantial, maybe oak tree that, that fell off or fell, fell over uh, to degrade it into powder.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a couple different. Broad types of mushrooms. There's the ones that want the plants to stay alive to engage in the symbiotic exchange, and the the ones that want to degrade them. And they're yeah. they're always in some kind of you know cyclical balance in, in mm-hmm. the whole ecosystem.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind, kind of uh, what 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 scientists um, co- um, call carbon cycling. So we have CO two in the air as a, as a as a substrate or something beneficial for plants because they they live from from, from CO two. Carbon dioxide, um, and so this is what um, basically trees fixate tar- uh, the CO two, make biomass. They grow. At, at the best example, at, at the west coast, these these wonderful sequoia trees. I mean, they 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 you know they, they just hit the sky, and um, and um, and then degraders need to come in to basically to to disintegrate this biomass, this wonderful biomass that we call trees, to disintegrate it again and make it available to new life, and then you know close the cycle.
0: yeah, interesting, yeah, they're they're literally disintegrating structures that have been uh, that have been grown that are sort of bound up all of this energy and all of this carbon, and they make them mm-hmm. they make them useful again through this physical mm-hmm. disintegration process.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. So when we think about the fruiting bodies, the reproductive organs, mm-hmm. these things sprout up from time to time, mm-hmm. part of the year, and they release spores. Okay. And this is how the mushroom network is reproducing itself. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've got uh, medicinal mushrooms that make things like antibiotics or other nutrients that have medicinal mm-hmm. properties. We've got gourmet mushrooms that people or other mm-hmm. animals eat as nutrients, and then of mm-hmm. course we have toxic mushrooms. Yep. So we sort of have this panoply of different uh, options that sprout up on the forest floor. Some of them can kill you. Some of them can, can nourish you.
1: N- nurture you, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, why? Why do we see that kind of diversity? And from the mushrooms' perspective. Why is it making, why do different mushrooms make these types of things that can affect animals when they eat the fruiting body?
2: So this, this questions,
1: why, why do mushrooms or in more general sense, why do fungi or plants make all these wonderful compounds, be toxic compounds or, or, you know, um, whatever, this is kind of the the, the, the Holy Grail the, the most most important question of of my research area natural product research area um, and only in a, in very few cases we know why in and in, in, I mean to, to, to be honest in, in, in most in most cases we simply don't know why an organism invests all the energy all the the, the the metabolic power and multi-step reactions to come up with a with a particular compound that that we think of as a as a toxin or as as an antibiotic i mean that does is the, the, the purpose for which this compound a particular compound uh, was was evolved for is it was it really to make an antibiotic or maybe something else we use it as an antibiotic because we, 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 you know, isolate, we extract, we test and see bioactivity against whatever. But was this really the, the purpose of, of having been evolved? And, and now coming back to the, to the toxic, um, in quotes, toxic, um, mushrooms that, um, I mean, in, in, textbooks, you, you would, are, are, yeah. You would consider um, the magic mushrooms also to be toxic because they they you know interfere with your neuro neurotransmission and and cause uh, hallucinations and stuff. so on 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 first glance, you would consider them toxic. Um, and And this is actually what, uh, um, also a, a question that i I'm, I'm I'm trying to answer, have been trying to answer, still am trying to answer is what, why why was was psilocybin evolved mm. i mean from from part part of it um, may i mean one, one theory would be um you you interfere with 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 the neurotransmission of of a, of, of 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 a predator of of, of kind of a a you know, small animal that, that that nibbles on you and, and and tries to feed on you so this, this would be a more general concept this is protection like um like other maybe other um other toxins or what, what we consider toxins simply as, as a protection and this this may be may be true in in, in you know many cases some cases uh, that, that they are simply made for for protection so so you don't get the the, the producer uh, does not get you know eaten up, chewed up by a by a, by a animal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing that jumps to mind there is, um, I mean, when you think about something like psilocybin in the psilocybe mushrooms, mm-hmm. one pattern that seems to be true to me is when you look at psychoactive drugs that come from plants, they typically seem to be made for defensive purposes to protect the reproductive organ, and mm-hmm. I I wonder if. I mean, do you think, is that a general trend in botany that a lot of these things that happen to be psychoactive when an animal, like a human eats them are actually Mm -hmm. being used by the plant, uh, for defense to kill insects or to interfere with an animal that might want to eat it.
1: Tough question. I, I, I can't, can't, can't really, um, answer your question. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. If this is a, um, a a general principle, I I rather think. I mean, so so what? Let, let's talk about plants. Um, in in case of of um, opium opium poppy, I would say yes. This is this is protection.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is my, 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 my personal guess. So um, please, all all pharmacologists now in in, in the audience, <laughs> they, they 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 may. Um, they may look at that um, differently, so I, I would I would say yes in the case of um, of cannabis. Not, not sure. Not sure. I mean, it, it's the, the the female flowers, um, obviously that 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 are you know rich in, in 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 THC, which is actually not 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 the only compound. Which is an, an, another question related to to yours. Um, why not one particular? Why in one in some cases one particular compound? Why in other cases uh, this this uh, entire set of 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 um, many many compounds? How, how many how many THC um, related or, or congeners have, have been isolated from HEMBA, I believe fifty or sixty or even um, or even even more. Um, and so it's probably it's not not about one particular compound, but more, more a, a mixture of, mm-hmm. of, of, of them all. So the the, the the true ecological reason why why they have been evolved is is maybe the mixture, not not the isolate. I mean, we, we think about as, as so as as um, you know, from a, from a pharmaceutical perspective or a pharmacological perspective, we think in individual pure compounds with defined properties with defined interactions with a, with a, with a receptor in our brain, but, but nature maybe thought differently and, you now come coming back to, um, to, to psilocybin, um, what I think is the case and what, what our research, um, you know, points to, well, this, this is, this, is, um, it, 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 it's, it's hypothetical, but but at, at least an idea to keep in mind is that that um, that um, psilocybin um, it, or the the, the, the the capacity to make psilocybin has in fact to do with protection, but not by interfering with with the, with the, the uh, predator's neurotransmission, but much much simpler, um, but by just making a, a protective agent on demand mm. um think about you're, you're familiar with that of, of course and and many in the audience as, as well i believe uh, with the bluing reaction of of the magic mushrooms
0: yeah when you touch you, them or you you physically bru- 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 bruise in, them. injure
1: them or cu- cut them they they, they turn immediately that they, they turn blue you know instantly. Be-
0: beautiful yeah like almost iridescent color
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and um and what what i think is the case that the that, that the magic mushrooms do not make i mean from, from 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 our anthropocentric perspective and with with this you know powerful and and, and 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 wonderful pharmacology that has accompanied you know humankind for for centuries and millennia in uh, we, we think about this such, such something such such a such a wonderful phenomenon this must have something to do nature must have evolved this for for you know whatever purpose to to interfere with 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 um, neurotransmission or with, with our brains and our our thinking and behavior our animal's behavior predator's behavior but I think that the 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 the, 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 the answer is much much simpler that the mushrooms are not interested in psilocybin itself. It's just a, a storage form. It's, it's about chemical defense, but it's not, not, not to, to interfere with, with, um, with our brains and our behavior, but to, to have a, a compound, an, an inert compound that can um, reactivate it quick upon attack, upon demand or, or on demand. And then turn into that, that blue pigment that is, um, that, that, that binds to, to protein that, that can precipitate proteins that is, that is, um, that, that that kind of, um, can, can, can react with proteins and keep, um, predators from feeding on, on, on the mushroom. So it's a, a defense on demand. This is my, my hypothesis a defense on demand kind of a, a melanin a, a, mm. a, a, a protect a protective polymer and psilocybin is just the monomer that's stable
0: and safe to store um i think, of, th- so, think so so the blueing, uh, when the bluing happens it's mm-hmm. a bunch of psilocybin individual molecules that have physically started to stick together
1: uh, it, yes in, indirectly so so what happens so psilocybin is, is a stable molecule that you can actually store here in, in, in the lab that can can be stored. And um, and it, it has very has one very unusual feature. Now, now, I'm, now a few technical terms will will you know come in. Mm-hmm. It has a, a very from from a structural perspective, a very unusual feature and that's a, a phosphate ester. So a, a phosphate group is basically sticking on an on a on, on an alcohol group of the molecule. With the phosphate, we call it psilocybin. Without the phosphate, we call it psilocin, the molecule, which is the actual bioactive or neuroactive compound. Psilocybin itself is, is inactive or little active. But as soon as we you know, um, ingest the mushrooms, the, the, the molecules will the, the, the psilocybin will be cleaved into psilocin. And that is what causes the, the, the pharmacological effects and the psychedelic effects. And psilocin is highly reactive and it will um, it will connect to other psilocin molecules. It will poly- oligomerize or polymerize into that wonderful blue color. And th- this is kind of the same, and it f- fulfills the, the same role. This is my hypothesis. It fulfills the same role than um, melanin in in, in other, you know, other organisms.
0: I see. So, so the psilocybin is made in the fruiting body. The psilocybin Mm -hmm. can turn into psilocin, which happens to be the psychedelic compound that Mm -hmm. most people are familiar with. With magic mushrooms, but these silosins start to oligomerize and polymerize, meaning they start to physically attach to each other, mm-hmm. and that's where that bluing comes from. So, is this is this providing like a physical barrier? Is it almost like a, a physical protection, like a wound healing or something like that, or is there some kind of chemical deterrent to an insect or something like this?
1: It, it's a it's a chemical. It it, it acts on a, on a chemical basis, causes the the this this blue oligomer, this this silosin oligomers multiple mole- multiple individual molecules now being linked to each other. Um, they bind to, to, to other proteins, say in the, in the, um, um, I- I- intestinal tract of, of, um, of, a animal that, that feeds on the, on the mushroom.
2: Oh.
1: And so, so it's kind of a, of a, it, it precipitates proteins. It, it binds to protein, attaches to proteins and then harms um a potential predator
0: i see so maybe like the insects literally just get physically sick or something
1: yes yeah interesting they, they, they won't continue feeding on it that's this is this is my my theory yeah.
0: i see okay so the idea think think,
1: think, think about think think about a, a, a hand grenade <laughs>
0: uh,
1: kind of a strange strange comparison i know um it, it has a um it has a, a, a pin that a security pin um that that keeps the 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 grenade from you know going off it's called psilocybin with with the phosphate group still attached so once you cleave off the phosphate you pull out the pin and now it you know it it goes off and boom
0: i see interesting yeah so the psilocybin psilocybin has this sort of like little safety mechanism on it. Mm -hmm. When you take that off and you get the psilocin, now you can have this oligomerization reaction Mm -hmm. where all of these compounds connect to each Mm -hmm. other. And then you get this bluing reaction that we see, which is a, just a physical manifestation of Mm -hmm. what might be this kind of protection mechanism.
1: Mechanism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it primarily, so, so from the mushroom's perspective, Mm -hmm. the fruiting body of a psilocybin mushroom, Mm -hmm. is the, Primary predator for this insects, or is it animals as well?
1: Uh, uh, I, I would say it's, it's it's insects, or maybe some um, helmets, some some um, helmets some some worms living in the, in the ground. Um, maybe some some slugs or sl- like I that. I see.
0: Yeah, slugs, um, but, but, but uh...
1: not 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 necessarily um, not necessarily. Um, I don't, I mean, again, that this is hard for, for, for humans to believe, but I don't, don't think that, that, um, that, that these these little magic mushrooms um, have evolved the, the psilocybin for, you know, for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing that, that makes that um, a little tricky, in my opinion, the idea that the mushroom evolved it with uh, animals in mind is you have to eat enough of the mushrooms to get a psychoactive effect. And of course there's a delay. So it mm-hmm. would make it quite difficult for an animal to learn by association that you know if if you're a small animal on the forest floor nibbling on mushrooms and other things mm-hmm. it would be very difficult to learn that it was those particular mushrooms that caused some psychoactive effect mm-hmm. two yeah. hours later
1: yeah <laughs> in, in in case of, of the brewing, brewing reaction as a, as an immediate you know Protection mechanism, or or uh, to, to, to thwart off a, a, a predator. I mean, this this happens within seconds. This yeah, is yeah, an immediate yeah. re-
0: reaction. Interesting, yeah. And, and I th- know th-
1: this is basically re- related to what what chemists call uh, protection um, uh, p- protection groups or protection chemistry. So this, this is a strategy in when when, when you do um, a, a a synthesis, a, a chemical synthesis, has nothing to do with nature now. Um and you want to do a particular reaction at a particular position but you've got multiple um, reactive positions in the molecule then you need to protect the others that you don't want to see mm. react and um to, to just work on, on on one position and then once you are done with your with your synthesis you then need to deprotect, t- take off the the, the the protecting groups again from the molecule and th- this is kind of a, a similar strategy, I believe. This, this uh, relationship between psilocin and psilocybin uh, that it, it really, is, it's, it's natural protection ch- group chemistry. Cause this is something uh, now it's getting a bit more, more, technical. Um, cause I, I was, I was intrigued by this, by this phosphate as to why. Nature d- doesn't do that very often. This is r- very rare, and th- th- there would have been other options and less, less um, energy intensive and less cost intensive uh, options to stabilize a molecule. Mm. Why? Why do I? Wh- why did, 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 did the fungi um, phosphorylate? And and the, the answer, I mean, in in, in the light of, of this of of, of of that that theory, um, it, it's clear because you cannot just stick something on you need to make sure that it it it, it comes off again when it, when it needs to get off needs to come off
0: so it's it's protective chemically but it can yeah. easily be removed re- re- when-
1: reversible yeah. It's it's, yeah it's 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 protective chemistry but it's reversible chemistry and 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 this is um you know more it makes makes more sense to me
0: Yeah, and that would be i guess that would be the perfect kind of protection that reversible protective chemistry is why that blueing reaction can happen so quickly you can very Mm -hmm. quickly change the molecule and and let it do what it needs to
1: yeah absolutely interesting and and, and, and the the, the second thing is as we as we um basically um worked on the on the biosynthesis so that the metabolic steps how the, the 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 mushrooms actually make psilocybin is that, that there's been um, 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 kind of a, a proposed biosynthetic route that was devised in the in the late 60s by, by brilliant chemists that they did brilliant work. And they were really, you know, <laughs> they were ahead of their, their time back then. Um, and w- which which kind of proposed that that psilocin is an intermediate a precursor to psilocybin. And when we, so w- when we did our research uh, into the biosynthesis, we, we, it, it slowly dawned on us that the, 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 mushrooms do not make psilocybin, but they, they have evolved the entire pathway in a way to avoid by all means that psilocybin ever occurs, uh, psilocybin, sorry, psilocybin ever occurs. So the com- complete opposite. And, and even, um, they, they, they even so this 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 biosynthetic you know mechanism step by step by step even has a built in make a built in repair mechanism. So should ever silosin occur in the cell, you know, in in the intact cell, not not when when it you know gets bruised or something, but in mm-hmm. the intact cell. So if if ever silosin should occur in the cell, there's a protection mechanism, a, a safety switch, that protects psilocybin again and makes it uh, become psilocybin again
2: mm.
1: so the, the the fungal cell tries to avoid by, by all means by all means it tries to avoid um that that that, that psilocybin uh, occurs because it's 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 too reactive because yeah. otherwise the, it, it would you know exert the toxic effect on on the on itself cell, on itself yeah. this, is, this kind yeah. of, kind of if, you, if you pull the pin out of your hand grenade yeah. and store it in in your, in your garage yeah.
0: I mean, there is kind of an analogy with cannabis here because, you know, the cannabis essential oil, which contains THC acid, Mm -hmm. um, it's always put in the trichomes at the external surface of the plant. The plant Mm -hmm. kind of doesn't want it on the inside. And um, it actually, at least there's some evidence to suggest that that is also offering a kind of, in this case, physical protection, because apparently the THC acid um, the acidic group can absorb photons apparently. Um, mm-hmm. and so it might be, you know, some people think that it might be acting as a kind of sunscreen for the plant basically, uh, <laughs> uh, to help, uh, absorb, uh, some of the UV radiation that the plant is mm-hmm. going to be exposed to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so anyways, so the plant is making psilocybin it, or excuse me, the fungus is making uh, psilocybin. The fun- um, so these psilocybin mushrooms make this compound, which is very interesting. It's got this, protective phosphate group over one part of the molecule. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you pull that off, that was your hand-grade anal- hand analogy, grenade mm-hmm. uh, analogy. Um,
1: k- kind of brutal analogy, but uh, yeah, it conveys convey the message. Yeah.
0: As soon as you pull that off, you've got psilosin, which is now very reactive, and it can oligomerize. It can mm-hmm. come together with other psilosin molecules, and that offers potentially some kind of protection. But in any case, mm-hmm. that's where the blueing, the very fast bluing reaction comes from.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So if we back up into the biochemistry here, mm-hmm. can you unpack um, where the psilocybin is coming from? So, what yes. are the starting materials for the psilocybin, and how do you get to that?
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty simple. Um, so, the, the the starting point is an amino acid that that we all have in our in in, in our proteins. That all organisms have in their proteins. Uh, that's called L-tryptophan. It's the the the, the yeah. Um, heaviest amino acid and the, and the, and the the, the the rarest amino acids um, among the 20 yeah 20 most cases um, amino acids that, that that we basically consist of and so it it begins with with this you know general building block that's available everywhere in, in your in in your food and in, in, in the the meat or steak or whatever you you eat or or plant you know uh, vegetarian food and um, and the, the the first step is that it gets that it it, um, it loses co2 um to make tryptamine out of tryptophan so tryptophan is what's going in and the the, the first you know, processing step is that the tryptophan loses CO2 carbon dioxide and, and, uh, and produces, or a, an, an enzyme does that, um, produces tryptamine. Step number one. Step number two is, is another, you know, quite unique feature that, that doesn't occur very often in, in natural product chemistry, which is, now it's getting very technical, um, this is that you install an alcohol group OH an oxygen atom now comes in at a particular position of the of tryptamine position four um, very good choice uh, a choice by by nature to to put the put the the, the oxygen there I will get uh, come back to that later and this occurs very um, you know very infrequently very rare this is a very rare feature. And interestingly, it happens as well with um, kratom. Mm. So the the the, the um, mitragynin, the, the the kratom molecule, um, features a four hydroxy, four hydroxylated um, indole system as well. Anyways, so now now we've installed the alcohol group, um, and the the next step. Is the phosphorylation because because imi- now the, the the molecule is, is kind of unstable, and and, and and reactive, um, prone to oxidation, um, and now you, you, uh, the, the fungus immediately phosphorylates to, um, this alcohol group, this 4-OH group, uh, to stabilize the molecule, to to basically to, to push in the, 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 the security pin, and the the final um, the, the the final step is. Um, also, technical term now, to transfer methyl groups, one carbon units, um, to the molecule, which then completes um, psilocybin biosynthesis. And this is also uh, w- one of the, the, the questions um, we were asking ourselves: Why this methylation? So it's, it's getting methylated twice. Um it, it's not necessary because um, it, it would bind to, I mean, the, 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 the psychedelic effect or the the, the, the polymerization effect, the bluing effect would happen with or without, um, without these methyl groups on. Um, and the reason is, again, w- what I think is the reason, so others may think differently, um, is that it is required to slow down to to, um, to, to to slow down um, basically or to, to, to make the to make this this um, this this protection mechanism possible from psilocybin to back to psilocybin this this, this protection mechanism mechanism um, that, um, that 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 keeps the cell clear of of and
0: i see so and and,
1: and, and it 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 kind of you know helps um um slow down slow down reactivity to to make the the protection mechanism faster
0: i see fast so so basically the fungus starts with tryptophan and it Mm -hmm. gets it through food just like we do so it gets this amino acid from its diet It then turns this tryptophan amino acid into tryptamine, Mm -hmm. which is presumably the the basic building block of all of the psychedelic tryptamines and other tryptamines. Exactly. You you go from tryptamine to psilocybin. And the chemistry there is such that Mm -hmm. you've got this phosphate group on one piece that um, is a protection. It's a protection thing to Mm -hmm. stabilize the molecule, but it's also easy to come off. And Mm -hmm. you've got these other modifications that make it really easy um, for the fungus to do this bluing reaction through psilocin, but also mm-hmm. easily convert the psilocin back to psilocybin mm-hmm. inside of the cell if that needs to happen. Yes, I see. So exactly. I guess the exactly. name the name of the okay. game here is the fungus. So psilocybin, the thing that we we is the psychedelic compound that's yeah. psychoactive in our brains. It's a very reactive molecule, mm-hmm. and the fungus at the uh, simultaneously takes advantage of that reactivity for the bluing reaction, potential protective mechanism to protect Mm -hmm. itself, Mm -hmm. but also because it's so reactive, it doesn't want too much silosin inside of the cells. So there's some other chemistry there that's, that's protecting the fungus from that happening.
1: It would be harmful to the, to the producer. Yes, Uh, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And so you summarized it brilliantly.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, So that's really interesting. But also before you mentioned, you know, we talked about cannabis a little bit. It produces THCA, Mm -hmm. but it also produces this sort of constellation of other things. And there's this Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, branching pattern of biochemical pathways that get you this cocktail of compounds Mm -hmm. inside of that psilocybin synthesis pathway. Is it just sort of one single pathway that goes from tryptophan to psilocybin or are there other branches Mm -hmm. that the fungus can use to make other um, tryptamines as well?
1: Um, so, so within the, the tryptophan to psilocybin pathway, there is almost no no branching, very very minor branching. Mm. We, we discovered one one branch, uh, which uh, w- w- within, in very very minor quantities. Um, so that there's that this is a pretty pretty straightforward and, and linear um, thing. Uh, but the the fungus, the, the, the magic mushrooms other mushrooms as well other organisms as well other plants as well um they can make other compounds out of L-tryptophan um and and interestingly uh, the, the magic mushrooms can make um compounds that are um referred to as beta carbolines mm. Like um, um, so, the the, the harmala um, alkaloids, and and they kind of they are these are also bioactive molecules. These beta carbolines, um, but in a in a completely different way, they they inhibit um, um, a, a human enzyme that helps degrade. For, for example, psilocin. Mm. Uh, so this is kind of a, a synergism. You know, the, the mushroom makes a compound that 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 um, exerts a certain effect in us or in other organisms, and at, at the same time, it produces a compound that inhibits the degradation of another mushroom compound.
0: Yeah. So the mu- the mushroom at least certain species of psilocypes are making both psilocybin Mm -hmm. and these beta carboline MAOIs. Exactly. Um, um, Monamine oxidase inhibitors. And as many people will know, this is kind of interesting because this is, um, you know, in one organism, you have this cocktail coming together, which is very similar to what the shamans in the Amazon do by combining two different plants for the ayahuasca brew.
1: Ayahuasca, exactly. Yeah exactly that, that that's exactly the same same principle you use a tryptamine and and use a, a um monoamine oxidase inhibitor in in a cocktail but the, the 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 mushroom basically produces in it all all at once in, in one organism uh, but one, one cautionary note we, we published that work um and we we wrote it in 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 this publication as well but it was got kind of maybe a little bit you know in, in the background Um, that first off the, the, the beta carboline contents in the mushrooms are very, very low. Mm. I would say too low for, for true pharmacological effect. That's the first thing. The other thing is the, um, the, the highest, if you want to call them high at all, um, the highest, um, Beta-carboline contents were found in, again, in the, in the hyphae, in this fluffy mycelium in, in the, the, the white thing, not, not in the fruiting bodies themselves. Hmm. So that the fruiting bodies, they are full of psilocybin, one thing, and the, the, the mycelium, the, 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 white, you know, cotton wool, fluffy thing, um, is a little bit richer in, in the, in, in, in the the carbolines So they don't necessarily co-occur. At Inside. the same time, at the same place. Yes. And okay, this, so the, the beta carbons uh,
0: are more prominent in the mycelial network. In the
1: mycelium, yes. In, in, in the growing mycelium towards the, the tip, we also did some some work. Or my, my students and collaborators did some, some beautiful work to localize that. Uh, to localize the, the the contents with with um, you know um, imaging techniques uh, mass spectrometry imaging techniques, and they they seem to be localized towards the 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 ends towards the the, the tips of the of the growing hyphae, hmm. uh, but they they don't really co-occur at at the same pl- place and at, at the same time in the Do in we- the fungal life cycle. So, um, this is what, what, you know, went under a, a little bit in the, um, in, in when, when people read the. The, the publication because it it, it it sounded too good you know yes uh, yes <laughs> i see yeah, so whatever, people, the, the, the people,
0: yeah yeah people were immediately thinking oh okay this could be why certain mushroom species maybe are more potent because more potent, the psilocybin exactly, yeah. is potentiated mm-hmm. by the moi but basically what you're mm-hmm. saying is the fruiting body's got all the psilocybin very mm-hmm. little beta-carbolene content yes. the mycelial network is the opposite Yes. And it's got higher MAOIs. Any, is there any hint at what the function of the beta carbolines are in the mycelial network?
1: Not that I'm aware of. Not, not that I'm aware of. So this brings us back again to the, to the questions, why are all these beautiful molecules, uh, what, what are they made for? Um, I wouldn't really, I, I cannot really tell you know at least not in, in a well founded way uh, what 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 these these beta carbolines as my wife
0: are are good for for the for the mushrooms mm-hmm. and now for the salaciae mushrooms mm-hmm. what is their um, ecological relationship to plants and trees do are they one of these species that are symbiotic with certain plants these the, are uh, the, our
1: degraders these are are, degraders. The, the, ah. these are, are uh, uh, degraders which is actually the reason why it's relatively easy to you know grow them in your backyard because um, their the, the substrate is simple you need you know wood chips or or you know just dead organic matter um, you know plant beds that are marked with with uh, you know these these wood wood chips um, so these these are simple degraders or they are even coprophilic which means that they grow on dung Mm. Which is probably one one of the routes how they were, you know, distributed globally. That they were introduced, for example, to to the or, or some species that that were introduced um, to to the new world, uh, simply with with cows and cattle, and with with the dung. Then
0: I see, I see, and um, so so going back to the the. The psilocybin in the fruiting bodies of these mm-hmm. things, are they unif- Is psilocybin uniformly distributed throughout the entire fruiting body, or is it more concentrated in the cap or the stem of the fruiting body? Is there any localization there?
1: Um, well, that there, there are, I I know that there are investigations, and it, it um it seems to be more co- to to my knowledge more concentrated in the in the caps than in the stipes, and that the, the spores basically are are relatively you know free and clear clear of, of of the tryptamines um but i so, so out of our own research we haven't really made this uh, this differentiation yet so I, 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 I can't tell so so um we, we we didn't do any 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 research to to confirm that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so what are the um what are the natural types of environments that you tend to see solaspi mushrooms? I think we we just alluded to it a little bit. Some of them grow directly in like wood debris and some of them mm-hmm. are coprophilic as you said dung-loving mushrooms on manures, yes. And and so That's what what types of environments, like natural environments does that mean that they're commonly found in?
1: Oh, various various environments uh, including um include basically human um Basically, human-made uh, environments. Um, I mean, j- just walk through a through a, a, a par- I mean, we we have that in, in in Central Europe as well. In in or or in um, cemeteries um, that, that are um, you know w- w- well maintained with with all the the plant beds that are that are you know well, well maintained and 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 uh, and and covered with with you know. Uh, wood material um which which is a a, a perfect substrate in the per provides a perfect habitat for for these for, for for example one of the of the potent um species it's called silver cyanescence cyanescence so cyanescence the, the 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 one that turns blue the one that that, that develops a blue color that what's the meaning of cyanescence mm. and and it grows you know really gregariously on, on, in, 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 parks and, 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 and artificial environments. Um, the, the, other one that's, um, so, so I'm, I'm now from, from a, from a central Europe, um, European perspective, the other one is called semalanciata a very, you know, small one, tiny one, um, grows on, um, in, on, on, on higher altitudes in, in, in the Alps um again close to on 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 on, on meadows and, and and past and and, and basically close to 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 cow dung. so this is kind of kind of the habitat but it's not not a case so, so the, the the psilocybin mushrooms it is not a case that you really need to search for in in a in a forest as you would do to you know to to, to pick some mushrooms some 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 and chanterelles or whatever that are associated with with trees in, in, in somewhere deep uh, deep down in the forest this is not the case with psilocybin it's more more about open habitats. I see. Or even, so, even, even uh, uh, you know, on, 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 on roadside. You know, on, yeah, yeah. On, on, on roadsides. Yeah.
0: So the fact that they're degraders, and the fact that humans, human activity often Pro- degrades promotes, the environment. Yeah. You know, yeah. we break up trees to make mulch and things. They yeah. like those environments. So, is there? Um, <clears throat> know, there's been some speculation that, you know, humans and mushrooms, you know, psilocypes may have co-evolved in this sense that, you know, actually humans create so many environments that are the the right environment for some of these degradative mushrooms to grow that Mm. through just us moving around the world and doing human stuff, like making paths and gardens and stuff through the woods, that we've actually facilitated their dispersal throughout the world.
1: Uh, we 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 facilitated dispersal, but I I wouldn't call it a, a, a coevolution because I mean the, the the mushrooms have been around for I don't know, many many more millions of years than than the, uh, we, we humans do. Uh, so it's I, I I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit skeptical that, that it's really a coevolution. But we we basically created environment that that helped them um grow more abundantly and, and and i mean it brings us back to the anthropocentric perspective
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i mean if there's a mushroom that will never get extinct it's it's psilocybe right i mean that's kind <laughs> of a
0: <laughs> yeah and we, we'll, say, same
1: same with 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 cannabis with hemp i mean think, think right, about right. A, a plant that 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 humans really care about and care for uh then it's it's probably you know hemp
0: Is it, um, so when you're studying these fungi in the lab, how advanced are the genetic and molecular techniques? Like, can you make transgenic mushrooms?
1: No, um, it's, it's pretty, it it has to do with, with the life cycle, of, um, of these mushrooms, which is a little bit complicated from a cell biology perspective. Um, so, um, the answer is no, or say not, not
0: yet. I see. Um and one of the things that in, I think in, super- in
1: general so, so mushrooms generally are are pretty um, are, are not easy to 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 manipulate genetically that there, there are some some techniques but we've never applied them um and at least not successfully uh, to the to the to to
0: the magic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And how how abundant is psilocybin or, or psilocybe mushrooms? in nature, like how, like roughly how many species of psilocybes are there and is psilocybin produced anywhere else in nature? Is it only the psilocybin mushrooms or does it show up anywhere else in other fungi or other plants?
1: Um, n- not in plants. So, so it's um, so the, the number of species about psilocybin and, and other, other genera, um, very roughly, I would say 200 species globally. Mm-hmm. Very roughly, it depends a little bit on on, on taxonomical issues because sometimes um, one one species is is you know split up in in five or or many species. Sometimes they, they are then uh, consolidated again back to, to one species. So it 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 varies a little bit. I would say roughly two hundred species. And uh, where where else does does it occur? Um, definitely not in in plants. Although plants are very talented at um and, and good at making tryptamine bioactive compounds but not psilocybin and there's there's some um there have been some reports that um, psilocybin can also made by um say basal fungi um which i still need to be confirmed so 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 so, um, mostly basically it's it's about these these higher um, yeah so
0: mostly mostly found just in these psilocybin mushrooms yes yeah but there's, but there's quite a few species depending on how you count. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And now what about, are there any other compounds that have interesting physiological properties for humans um, that are related to psilocybin? Some of these other alkaloids that I know that some species produce, nor norbayacistin. What do we know about some of these other compounds and how common are they?
1: Uh, so, so, biosys and norbiosys, and b- these are intermediates on the way from that, that we just uh, or just talked about from, from tryptophan to tryptamine to, to psilocybin. So, they are just intermediates. And they, um, so they, they occur in, you know, variable amounts. It, it, it differs a little bit from species to species. And, um, so research from, from what I observe, um, research into their, Role qualitative and quantitatively um, um, has has just begun, so we don't really understand yet the, the contribution, or at least maybe that, 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 that there may be some some literature, but I'm I'm in the moment I'm not aware of of any. Um, so we we only you know slowly begin to understand uh, what role these other compounds. Play for the for, for the pharmacology because because from a, from a from a say from a pharmaceutical perspective, uh, we we think in pure compounds in 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 homogeneous pure compounds with a reproducible you know ligand so binding molecule a ligand receptor interaction. This is what what we can what we can measure and 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 quantitate. And I mean that there have been reports related to to magic mushrooms on the the so-called entourage effect that that other compounds may um, affect and and increase or decrease the the, the action of psilocybin. Um, there's uh, this this mysterious uh, wood lovers paralysis.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, can that, you explain? Can you explain that for people who don't know?
1: Oh, oh, oh absolutely, sure, it's a pleasure. <laughs> so um, th- th- these are um, reports so so Woodlove's paralysis th- these are reports um more on, a, on an anecdotal basis not not really in the scientific literature or to, to a very s- small degree the scientific literature that that um that con- that um you know c- people who who consumed magic mushrooms as, as a recreational drug um experienced um paralysis. Um, kind of numbness, or really, uh, they, they are were heavily impaired in their in in coordination of their of their muscles, and the, these are all um, uh, and and these effects occur with those mushrooms that grow on wood. This is mm. what called wood lover's paralysis, with the, with the wood inhabiting mushrooms, not with the ones that grow on dung, like Psilocybe cubensis or semalanciata later. And, and so th- this was kind of of um, or it still is um, a kind of, of a, yeah miracle what causes these um, what causes these, these, these paralytic effects that, that we cannot you know move over, move our, our our arms anymore or, or or feel feel numbness and so on and because c- the, the effects that this, these paralytic effects that last, much longer than uh, maybe 18 or up to 24 hours, much longer than the, the, the psychedelic effects of, of psilocybin, which is maybe three or four hours and, until they, they subside. And this is number one. Number two is that, um, that psilocybin causes um, central effects in our central nervous system. Uh, whereas the, the 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 paralytic effects are are in uh, uh, affect our peripheral uh, nervous system so that there must be something different going on but we don't know why this is a, this is a miracle and try to you know we, so there's or has not not much been researched uh, been done uh, yet and um, but the, which kind of uh, sounds like there are other compounds at least in some Species, some some particular species of mushrooms um, that are not discovered yet.
0: I see. So there are anecdotal reports that some of these mm-hmm. wood-loving psilocybes, in contrast mm-hmm. to the the coprophilic ones that grow in dung, you can get this paralysis that f- far outlasts the psychedelic effects. Mm-hmm. So there's probably some other chemistry there, but but mm-hmm. we we just don't know what it is yet. Don't know yet. Yeah. Interesting. So, what other stuff do you work on in your lab? It looks like you also work on things like terpenes produced um, by fungi. So, what are some of the other families of compounds that that your group is looking at?
1: Now, the, the, the terpenes uh, are, are not not a, a, a focus in my group. It's it's more about. Um, it, it, and did you are we talking about um, the, the the magic mushrooms or the other projects that are going on? In... And,
0: yeah, anything, anything else? Okay,
1: because I mean we. Um, the magic mushrooms are one one project maybe the most visible one in, in my uh, in, in my research but uh, but surely not the only one um, and there are others um, for example with um, now we move from from the magic mushrooms to, to the webcap, uh, web webcaps symbiotic mushrooms uh, so we, we work on 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 um, other on another project Group of natural products uh, which are called polyketides, which are distantly related to fatty acids. Hmm. Also, a very you know, um, prolific group of, of of natural products, many bioactive molecules. Um, so th- this is an, an, another focus: um, how they. And, and we, we recently found out that, that an undiscovered class of 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 enzymes actually make these these um, mushroom polyketides or these oligocyclic mushroom ketides. So this is another focus, not not, not necessarily the, the the terpenes. Although I really like the terpenes, and it brings us back to the to the to the the spices and and herbs uh, in in the beginning of our conversation. I really like like to you know spice up my 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 dishes with with thyme and stuff. Uh, so the, 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 the web caps, this, this, uh, one thing and, um, yeah, and that, and, and another, um, type of compounds are, um, that brings us back to, to, to colorful and, and, uh, colorful molecules are a, a group, which is called, um, pulvinic acids has nothing to do with with um with psychoactive molecules uh, but they seem to play a role in um in interactions between bacteria and fungi Mm. so that they they impact upon biofilm formation and and stuff and so that this is a um so this terafinal quinones this proving acids this is a group of compounds that um that I've worked with for you know many hours which is basically the, the one that I then embarked on when I thought about a postdoc, you know, which which program should I develop as, as my my own independent program 15 years ago and and this is still active in my in my group so it's basically the, the, the three things it's the it's the, the magic mushrooms it's the, the the polyketides mushroom polyketides and the 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 um, Pulvinic acids, uh, which are um, very frequently found in boletes, in in, in bolete mushrooms, and which are the molecules. So when when you the, 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 again, this is a, a phenomenon many many you know mushroom um, enthusiasts in the audience will be will be familiar with. Um, so when when you bruise a, a bolete, it will turn blue.
2: Mm. It has
1: nothing to do with the bluing reaction of the of the magic mushrooms. It's the different chemistry. And, and these, these polinic acids, my third project is, is about these, these compounds. I see. uh,
0: So there, there are mushrooms that will bruise blue, but they're not psilocybin mushrooms.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, that, that brings, you know, to maybe a practical question. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a fair number of people in the world that like to go mushroom hunting. Um, I live in the Pacific Northwest. I buy a lot Mm -hmm. of mushrooms at the market that people go out and and they just pull right from the wild. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know this can be, um, if you're in the right environment, potentially dangerous, right? Because you might pick something that's toxic, um, mm-hmm. if you're not a, a seasoned mushroom hunter. So, mm-hmm. for a psilocybe mushroom, if someone's hunting for magic mushrooms containing psilocybin, are there what are the characteristics that they look for that would distinguish it from other things that that might be harmful, for example?
1: Um, well, blueing bluing is is one. Uh, one feature, but not all of mushrooms. That I mean, are, are we talking about the, the edible ones or the, the the psychedelic
0: ones? Uh the psychedelic ones. The sci-
1: psychedelic ones. Um, okay, so so the, the psychedelic ones they they should bruise blue, but not all mushrooms that do so are psychedelic. So it's it's not uh, it's not working in that direction. Um, so the, the psilocybin mushrooms are um are well you you, you need to be um, an experienced mushroom hunter um if you want to pick them for yeah uh, whatever reason as, as a recreational drug i shouldn't you know i this is not not something i i um, I, I recommend or or endorse not, by, by by no means there's also also legal you know restrictions in some some states um uh, so, but just from from mycological perspective, um, the 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 psilocybin mushrooms are quite a, quite a variable in 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 in, the way, in in their appearance, you know, in in their in their morphology. From from um, cubensis, I mean, which are not very likely to find in the Pacific Northwest, which are you know really you know tall tall mushrooms, um, down down to to tiny um yeah t- a tiny species um so there there's no real you know one feature fits all um trait that that, that would help you identify i mean on, on with, with an egg i mean that there are, there are microscopic um features that, that then help you identify a, a certain species um, but for I mean for 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 the cyanescence, which is basically one of the of the the widely distributed mushroom, wood-loving mushroom, um, it has a what, what's characteristic is that it grows in gregariously in 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 clusters, in in in, in, in basically in troops, and um, and has and the the here the 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 margin here um turns turns a little bit bluish um as they as the the, the food and bodies age and they're kind kind of wavy a, a wavy shape mm-hmm. here it's not not not, not as, as as straight as here yeah. but it's kind, kind of
0: so, so basically it sounds like you're saying that all psilocybin containing mushrooms should bruise blue but just because something bruises blue doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's a psilocybin
1: mushroom
0: so it needs to bruise blue and you also need to probably have good familiarity with the specific morphology of the species that is likely to grow in your area
1: yes yes plus to make it more complicated uh there's a lot of psilocybin related mushrooms um that do not make psilocybin um
0: so they Which morphologically have, look similar but they don't look similar,
1: but, but, but do, do not make psilocybin they have been I mean, from from a from a taxonomical perspective they have been you know separated in, in or, or grouped into a different genus now um so psilocybin mushrooms are now you know from a taxonomic perspective now um are requ- required basically to make psilocybin to to really belong to that particular genus, uh, but there are many many out there, and that, that this is this is uh, also the reason why why uh, say you have really um, uh, don't 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 take any chances, uh, because similar looking mushrooms uh, can be very very toxic, mm-hmm. and make. Um, so I'm I'm not familiar or not not familiar enough with with the with the microflora in 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 say in North America or the Pacific Northwest, but at least from from the European one. I can say that that similar looking mushrooms make make the um make the toxin that also makes the death cap toxic, and 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 and, and fatal basically. Um, what is what
0: is that molecule?
1: Uh, Amanitin. Um,
2: mm.
1: um, which basically um, attacks your your liver tissue and 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 blocks processes in your in your liver, inhibits your liver, um, and which eventually may cause death. And what 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 most people don't know is that that not 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 just the death caps make make amanitin or amanitins. It's, again, it's a family of compounds, but also other ones, and and among them. You know, a little brown-capped um, mushrooms that may, at least at first glance, uh, look similar to to um, to psilocybin, for example, psilocybin. I and
0: see. And
1: an unexperienced, you know, um, unexperienced people may may really um, confuse them.
0: Yeah. So I guess to kind of re- recap what you've told us about psilocybin, there's really this one genus of mushrooms with maybe some minor exceptions, but it's it's the psilocybes that produce psilocybin. Mm-hmm. It's produced in the fruiting body, in the reproductive mm-hmm. organ of the plant. Mm-hmm. It's got this interesting biochemistry where the, the fungi are eating uh, tryptophan in their diet. They're turning tryptophan mm-hmm. into tryptamine, tryptamine into psilocybin. Mm-hmm. And you told us about this interesting chemistry where the molecule is stabilized and protected in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But it's done in this reversible manner, so it can very mm-hmm. quickly uh, make the psilosin bluing reaction happen mm-hmm. plausibly as a way to protect itself from things that want to eat the fruiting body. And it evolved that biochemistry for its own reasons, and it just happens to be psychoactive when an animal eats it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, very interesting, uh, very interesting organism. Um, what do we know about um, like the genetics underlying this? Are there um, particular genes that evolved in this lineage of psilocybies to allow it to have that biochemistry?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so basically, uh, this uh, we, we need four enzymes to convert um, tryptophan into tryptamine into norbiocystin biocystin psilocybin. And, and these four enzymes, uh, correspond to four genes, uh, which are present in pr- more or less the same arrangement. Maybe sometimes some, some duplication happen, um, in, in the psilocybin mushrooms, uh, psilocybin and also in some, some other, um, genera. So it's not, not, not just psilocybin. I mean, they're, almost, although they are most, most, you know, Familiar and well known, but there are also some some other um, genera, and that that do contain a kind of a a, a genetic locus, of, of a portion of of their of their genome. Um, twenty five thousand roughly twenty five thousand bases are necessary, uh, that that you know contains these four or sometimes duplicated five or six. Uh, genes to make psilocybin happen and there there's um there's one one study that came out well, almost five years ago n- not out of my lab um uh, a, a colleague of mine jason slot in in in, in uh, ohio um who basically um basically elucidated how how these how these genes found each other hmm. um and outside the genus and then the psilocybin and then how how the how the you know the the entire cluster of genes um, you know got transferred and then radiated out beautiful work
0: interesting um what what kinds of uh you know for the psilocybin group in your lab what are some of the questions that you're working on today what's what's on the cutting edge that um that's top of mind for your group right now
1: Mm -hmm. um it's the bluing reaction still, um, which, um, which is, yeah, kind, kind of one, one, one focus. Um, it's also about the enzymes uh, to, to characterize the enzymes, um, you know, in, in greater, you know, greater detail. For example, this, this, um, this, this, uh, um, protection mechanism to bring psilocin back to psilocybin. This is something we we still focus on, and um, yeah, so it's it's still still active active project.
0: Well, you've you've shared a lot of interesting stuff with us, Dr. Hoffmeister. Are there any final thoughts you want to leave people with about you know the biochemistry of psil- psilocybin mushrooms or mycology generally?
1: Um, some some final thoughts. It's, it's a, maybe on a, on a more general thing that, that I've. Um, I mean, we we talked a lot about science and and discoveries and and, and theories hypotheses uh, which not, would not have been possible to discover with without um, very very dedicated co-workers um, and 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 group members here so I, I would like to to um, to mention um, um, Alex Sherwood of the Usona Institute Madison Wisconsin who um, who is a fun guy. And so, so, you know, so such a pleasure to work with it's with, uh, Andrew Shadeen of, um, of Chemtech, who actually appeared on your, um, in, 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 I think it was episode number 71, who is also, um, uh, it, it's so inspiring to, to, to share thoughts with him and incorporate with him, uh, with, um, Bernhard Rupp. Um, he's an American Austrian uh, protein chemist. Also fun guy. and and so they they, they are. Um, it's it, I'm, I'm really privileged to 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 cooperate with all of them, and um, and develop hy- hypotheses and, and and share thoughts and get input and provide them with input, and also with, with a, a very enthusiastic um, group here, a very dedicated group here behind, behind this wall, um, who, who actually do the do the, 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 the creative work and the, and the, the lab work. Um, and really come up with with new knowledge, and so th- this is this is really a, a privilege, I think, uh, w- and w- which I would like to to emphasize. It's not just one person um, um, who, who's standing in, in 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 the front, but it's 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 about the the corporators and the and the coworkers that that do all the work. And and
0: yeah, um, yeah. So just like the mushrooms, it's a a lot of symbiosis. It's, it's
1: in, it, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, well, Professor and, and, Dirk,
1: and 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 one that that's very very well working, yeah. In, in my but, case, fortunately.
0: Professor Dirk Hofmeister, thank you for your time, and I look forward to talking to you again at some point.
1: It Was a pleasure. Thank you for having me.